Professor Frank Chalk, thank you very much for taking my call. It's my pleasure. Now, the National Inquiry into Murdered and Missing Indigenous Women and Girls uh, released its report yesterday. And I guess one of the issues that everybody is discussing today is the term genocide that was used to describe the experience of uh, Canada's indigenous uh, populations. What do you make of this uh, uh, the use of the word genocide in this report? Well, I've read a very interesting 45-page paper by Professor Fanny Lafontaine at Laval University's Faculty of Law in which she does her best to make the legal case uh, on behalf of the inquiry and its authors uh, and uh, I, I feel that uh, there is a strong case to be made. This isn't what she says, but it's what I'm saying. Uh, I think there is a strong case to be made that forcibly removing Canadian indigenous children from their families in order to send them to residential schools away from home uh, over the many decades of the 20th century and even a little bit earlier, constituted uh, an act that does fulfill the United Nations uh, definition of acts of genocide in Article 2 of the Genocide Convention. Uh, and I think that a very strong case could have been made while that was underway, uh, that at least after 1951, when the Genocide Convention came into force as an international criminal law under a treaty, uh, that the perpetrators of those uh, kidnappings were committing an act of genocide. Uh, on the other hand, in respect to the murder and uh, disappearance of Aboriginal or uh, indigenous uh, women, uh, let's say, along the Trail of Tears in British Columbia, uh, the real crime seems to be uh, that the police departments uh, in that remote part of British Columbia uh, did not take very seriously the reports of disappearances and did not create a central database which families could lodge the information with and consequently uh, for many years for, for many years women disappeared or their bodies were found but there was no uh, cogent and coherent and sustained uh, search for their killers that linked together these cases to see if there were common threads and uh, that's a, an omission uh, which uh, showed a failure to protect the women, uh, and uh, omissions like that sometimes are categorized as crimes against humanity. Uh, the numbers, of course, are much smaller than the victims of the residential schools. So th the bottom line is, I think the residential school kidnappings did constitute genocide, and I think it would be appropriate uh, to go beyond the term cultural genocide and just speak about genocide where the residential school kidnappings are concerned. And uh, it's also quite horrible that uh, the 
murdered and missing uh, women did not receive the attention they deserved from the police authorities. The inquiry reports uh, cover some 200 or more recommendations that span uh, a broad spectrum of very important issues with some serious thoughtful recommendations that include not only closer coordination with the police, but also better transport facilities for indigenous peoples on the west coast of Canada and British Columbia, so they don't have to be hitchhiking to get from one place to another on these lonely roads, especially when they're vulnerable people, uh, and also improving uh, health care for children who in the indigenous community receive uh, far lower uh, levels of care because federal and provincial dollars uh, are going sometimes ten times more per child uh, to uh, children who are outside the indigenous community. And that should be recognized with appropriate spending for native children or indigenous children. Uh, and is a long list. Uh, the important part of this inquiry is that long set of recommendations and the rationales for it. Eventually, I think the Parliament of Canada and the Prime Minister should recognize the uh, losses created by the residential schools in the form of a memorial uh, and also a memorial to the murdered women and girls whose uh, deaths were neglected for so long. Uh, I think that it would be important also to increase appropriations to implement these recommendations and to uh, create um, a parliamentary resolution that indigenous people could integrate into their education system and their culture uh, that would uh, legitimize further uh, and recognize uh, their suffering in, this, in these areas. So that's a, a very... <laughs> Uh, brief uh, summary mm -hmm. of uh, some of the things that need to be done. Uh, the, the worst thing we could do is to spend all of our time discussing uh, the definitions of genocide. Uh, but I will say a word just to, so your listeners have uh, and readers have the information. Uh, the inquiry authors are saying that over many decades, indigenous people in Canada suffered what they call a slow death mm -hmm. or slow genocide uh, incrementally in pieces. And they recognize, uh, they're very upfront about this, that uh, this genocide doesn't look like the Armenian genocide or the Holocaust or the Rwanda genocide against the Tutsi, for example, uh, that it's not based on a single series of mass killings, uh, targeting a racial, national, ethnic, or religious group. Uh, rather, it's, this, it's based on the racism in our society, uh, which they characterize as a colonial society going back to the 17th or 18th centuries, uh, and the disregard for the interests of Native people. Uh, whether or not we call that genocide we do have to recognize that the government of Canada and some of the provincial governments canceled land treaties with 
wealthy indigenous people, in w- which caused enormous losses of land and quality of life for indigenous people. We also have to recognize that on the Canadian plains uh, in the uh, 19th century, the uh, government encouraged the destruction of wildlife like the buffalo so that indigenous people would be more reliant on food handouts from the government and have to tow the government's line regarding giving up land and accepting uh, Christianity as well as uh, residential schooling. In other words, to make the indigenous people more vulnerable, the government of Canada and some of the provinces encouraged the slaughter of the buffalo, which is something that also happened in the United States. Basically, uh, I think there is a good case to be made, and the inquiry makes it in these reports, that uh, governments in Canada disregarded the interests of indigenous people because, on the whole, it regarded indigenous people as not fully human and low on the uh, ladder of civilization and uh, humanity. And uh, we we need to come to terms with that. Does um, coming to terms to that with that also mean that uh, at some point we would need to um, rethink our uh, definition of genocide? Or would you prefer to keep uh, uh, the definition of genocide um, as it is today? Well, that's a really good question. Um, The scholars who are working in this area full-time include some, like I believe David uh, B. MacDonald, Uh, who would like to see the United Nations definition expanded to take into account explicitly in its uh, revised wording the uh, slow death imposed on indigenous people in Canada in instance after instance. And so that would involve, uh, first of all, the attempts to destroy native cultures, native languages, native governmental institutions, native practices in agriculture and hunting, um, native sharing of property, and many other cultural features of indigenous communities that existed long before Europeans came to North America. And uh, right now, the Genocide Convention wording has to be stretched pretty far to take account of those practices. The difficulty is that it's very unlikely that we'll actually see uh, a a revised wording of the Genocide Convention, uh, largely because many countries are not in love with the Genocide Convention to begin with, and they would like to see the Genocide Convention disappear because it constrains uh, their war efforts uh, against civilians and uh, their massacres and worse uh, when they're trying to repress 
resistance or uh, drive people from one region to another region, as happened in the former Yugoslavia during the civil wars, etc., uh, places like Srebrenica and elsewhere where uh, the deportation of populations based on their ethnicity was widespread. Uh, they'd like to see uh, the guidelines that exist today and the laws that exist today disappear. So uh, we have to be really careful uh, that we don't open a can of worms in which by attempting to expand the definition of genocide, we lose the entire genocide convention and the General Assembly and the Security Council vote to uh, not keep it in force. Uh, this has to be done with great planning and care, and it probably won't succeed for uh, several attempts before we are able to get amendments to the convention. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me and explain You're this welcome, issue. You're welcome, Levon.